0: Okay. Welcome, welcome everyone to another Dave and Darren Top Five Things, a review of what we got done on our morning show. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share something with you. I have little to no memory of what we got done this week. It's and all a blur to me. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So, this is helpful. I mean, we want you to enjoy it, obviously. But it's also kind of important for us to listen to, so that we remember, like, oh yeah, uh, that happened. So, uh, thanks for letting us work this out. I don't know
1: that I, I don't know that I need to remember because, as far as the top five things, yeah, that lives right here in my heart. This top five things podcast is brought to us by Nature's Treatment
0: of Illinois. Yes, you should remember that in your heart
1: too. You should remember that. Nature's Treatment is the only locally owned dispensary. Yeah, not some uh, big cats from uh, the big city. Uh, Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg, both locations are open seven days a week. Both dispensaries offer recreational cannabis, but Milan offers medicinal, including topicals for localized pain.
0: Let's get into it with number one. One. Number one. Number one.
1: Number
2: one. And this should be obvious. Okay,
1: number one. Number one. 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 One.
0: Number one. Calendar says it's Wednesday, November 8th, and yet the summer of the gator continues. Really? In some unlikely spots. For example, Wisconsin. Gator found on a Lake Michigan Beach. That's
1: not ideal. You don't belong there, you
0: ridiculous alligator.
1: Well, that's within driving distance.
0: You know what to do. Mm. I might just have to pull the edict from here remotely.
1: Yeah. Gators
0: swimming in Lake Michigan. I don't. I don't love this. No, I guess it's fresh water. So. Did you deal with that when you were out there? Uh, when I when I spent a lot of time out on. When Lake Michigan? you had Michigan? the banquet
1: chicken out there on the. Uh, no. Salmon fishing?
0: No, back when I would, uh, we'd go trolling for salmon, and we never once even considered alligators being part of our mornings and afternoons on Lake Michigan. But animal authorities have responded to Lake Michigan in Wisconsin to apprehend an alligator. The South Milwaukee Police Department said officers responded Monday to a Lake Michigan beach on a report of an alligator sighting. The reptile, a small alligator apprehended by members of the Milwaukee Area Domestic Animal Control Commission. The alligator's origins are a mystery. One theory I'd like to float out is Craig Council released it. Can't take you to Chicago, buddy. They're not going to let me do it. You'll be free here. That's just my theory. Maybe I'm irresponsibly
1: sharing that. Now, I've heard up in Milwaukee that you need to fear the deer. This... I didn't know about. It. Yeah. Rory Poloski,
0: a reptile and amphibian biologist with the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources, said the state generally has about one reported alligator sighting per year. They're, this every is, year, your, the, this every is year, your
1: job. Every
0: year the phone rings, once a and year there's a single gator, yeah, hater. Hey once a year my phone rings. Oh, I can take the rest of twenty off, you know. That's the gator I got this year. We're good. I think we're good. We got him. Got our gator. I guess I'm on my holiday break now. That gator is eating nothing but bro- but cheese curds and chopped up pieces of brats. Yeah, hey. Once a year, they get the call. They're not so even what's surprised the title? anymore. what's his title
1: again? Uh, Rory Poloski. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I like the name, but what's his title? I think it's Rory is spelled R
0: O R I, so I think that might be a, a Rory. Might be a lady. Okay, okay. What's her title then? Uh, well, they they work for the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. Okay, that's all I got for you. Hmm. Yeah, hey dear, uh, I, I'm reading here some research, a research paper that Rory worked on, uh, regarding the northern cricket frog. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources, Rory, has this report about uh, cricket
1: frogs up north. Yeah, hey, dear. That's a good band name.
0: Cricket frog? Yeah, the cricket frogs. I don't hate that either. A cricket frog is a frog, not a cricket. A frog cricket wouldn't be a bad name for a band either. Oh, yeah, hey, dear. Yeah, we got the gator for the year. We're, We're good. Now, Rory has also done, as a uh, conservation biologist with the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources, also done extensive work about, with uh, rattlesnakes.
1: Yeah. Well, go ahead and
0: close the beach. Oh, yeah. Hey, dear. She's on something called Herp Mapper, which is for snakes,
1: not for herpes. I was going to say. It's like... <laughs> oh, it's, oh, look at all these
0: breakouts around Beloit. Yeah, hey. It's that time of year, you know.
1: Every one of these dots represents someone in your neighborhood with herpes.
0: <laughs>
1: it's like they've got... Oh, the, in Ashwaubenon, they got it bad. Like yeah, they got I hate the her. McRib locator. They got the <laughs> herpes locator. The state of Wisconsin is just one giant just, dot. It's just, you know how they... Oh, cripes. You know how they had the map of binge drinking in the U- <laughs> U.S. and all of Wisconsin was just... Dark blue. Well, you can understand why there might be same some, thing with the herpes locator.
0: There might be some sort of cause for concern. This is a story from last year when Department of Natural Resources amphibian reptile biologist Rory Pulowski had to deal with an alligator after one was found up there near Fond du Lac. So, when Rory gets the call, yeah, hey, she knows. Oh, yeah, they're calling about the gators, I suppose. Gator found in Northeast Wisconsin Lake. This is in 2022. So once a year, this is what happens. The
1: phone ring. I wonder if Rory has like a special gator hotline. I got to put on my big boy pants and take care of this. (laughs) Big lady pants again. big, uh, Big lady pants.
0: Oh, yeah. No reason to fear alligators in Wisconsin. After Fond du Lac County discovery, I hate her. The alligator.
1: Well, at least the alligator, as opposed to the story in Florida where someone is, a gator is constantly dragging somebody into a pond. Right. At least the Wisconsin gators aren't dragging people into Lake Michigan. You got to
0: give them that.
1: Absolutely. At least we're not getting blindsided.
0: Here's the story from last year with uh, with our pal Rory of an
2: alligator found in Fond du Lac County in Long Lake. The DNR was notified and then they gave the gator to animal rescue, uh, the rescue center in Manasha And the story continues. That's
1: right. Fox Lemons Lydia.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They
0: took that gator to Menasha. Oh, that's the, that's probably the best place for it, you know.
1: Anderson spoke with officials to understand just how rare it is to find an alligator in the state. She brings us this Fox Eleven follow-up.
2: The alligator that was found is currently with the JNR Aquatic Animal Rescue.
1: It makes it's making that little noise. Okay, I thought that was Rory going. Mm. <laughs> like they're, start, they're starting the story with they just show Rory. And she's just kind of going. Mm, 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 mm. I'm trying to work something out here. <laughs> mm,
0: mm. No, the, so this is a tiny little gator, and I'll say it, adorable. It's, oh, I don't think this thing's more than 14 inches long. They've got its mouth taped shut for reasons that I think are obvious, and it's just making this little noise that goes,
2: mm, mm. I thought that was wrong Its director believes it was a pet that escaped from its owner. We are going to be holding this guy for about a week. Um, after that, we are going to try to place him into a uh, sanctuary where he can live out his days outdoors. DNR amphibian and reptile biologist Rory Pulaski typically only gets one report a year of an alligator in Wisconsin. They're definitely not naturally occurring. They're not native to Wisconsin. They are always going to be either captive um, escaped pets or captive released pets. Experts say the chances of an alligator surviving a Wisconsin winter is very unlikely. Their thermal to- tolerance in Arkansas is about the furthest north that they can um, that they can survive with cold winters. Now, are alligators an invasive species? There's kind of two terms we use for species like this. One is non-native, and one is invasive. So, for the alligator, I would classify. Them they as say the non- same thing
1: about people from Illinois. Oh yeah, the
0: Flatlanders. I'll tell you this. I'll take a baby alligator over a family from the Plains all day long, yeah? Native.
2: Being a, not a native species to Wisconsin, they shouldn't be here. They're not part of our natural landscape. Alligators are able to live in the Midwest in controlled environments. Hey, Carmen Murak, a curator of animals at the new zoo, ensures their alligator Lucky is in good hands.
0: Lucky? Lucky the alligator? How lucky are you you're living in Wisconsin, yeah, hater?
2: Lucky has an indoor space that he goes to for the winter. Um, He's able, his pool is heated, so uh, we're able to extend his season, get him out here early, earlier in the spring and later in the fall, even when we're getting some nights that um, it's hitting freezing. Alligators eat fish, birds, small mammals, and anything else that gets too close. Klosky says people anything should need that their gets to
1: oh I'd like, like a
0: a bowling ball are you suggesting we throw Jordan love in the lake and see what happens are, are, yeah I are, hate you're her. saying
1: that if I put some like uh, marbles next to it it would eat it
0: oh yeah you I tell you what you don't want to deal with an alligator after he's been mowing
1: on marbles all day they get they get cranky. anything else I mean, you anything else you'd like to say Rory mm
2: mm, mm. mm. Alligator as a pet. Really think about if you're going to have the capability to keep that animal for a long period of time. Lydia Anderson, Fox 11 News. I like how
0: Lydia told us a lot about alligators in the style of a sixth grader giving a report.
2: (laughs) Alligators like to eat
0: fish and plants and animals and anything else, including marbles.
1: I'm getting credit for this.
0: (laughs) And I want it known. That even though Josh and I were doing this report together, I did most of the work. <laughs> Mrs. Hansen. Oh, cripes. <laughs> well, there it is. Once a year, this- our, our new friend Rory gets a phone call to deal with uh, some idiot letting a gator
1: loose in Wisconsin. And this report just satisfied my GED. <laughs> I'm
0: Lydia for Community College News. Yeah, hey there. We- <laughs> yeah, it may be, maybe an alligator's not a good idea for a pet, huh? What's wrong with people? White people!
1: What's with you and wild animals? Leave them animals alone!
0: <laughs> I mean, on this, on this and this alone... O.J. Simpson is absolutely correct.
1: Number two. Number two. <laughs> Number two. Number two. Two. Two.
0: Virginia Bird Bandit in the news. Bird. Bird Bandit. When I read this headline, I thought, what kind of maniac would steal birds? Oh, it's far more. Are they using birds? Layer than that, yeah. The Virginia Bird Bandit accused of robbing a man at knife point while accompanied by three different parrots. You like these guys? He had three parrots on his shoulders. According to the Fairfax County Police Department there in Virginia, Hector Eduardo Rios arrested for this incident. Police say he entered a McDonald's and pulled a knife on a victim, robbing him of an undisclosed amount of money. Authorities say during the alleged robbery, Rios sported two parrots on the brim of his cowboy hat. You like hat, this? And a third, that his, is a, good look. a third on his
1: shoulder. Are these baby parrots? No,
0: I'm looking at the surveillance video. These are full-grown parrots. And so, a cowboy hat.
1: With parrots with with on it. Two
0: parrots, live parrots on the cowboy hat and another one on his shoulder.
1: That is a smart
0: look. I'll tell you this would bother me, though, because... As a fan of symmetry, I'd like to see it. maybe another parrot on the shoulder. Just an odd number of parrots leaves me uneasy. I like it. Following the robbery, Rios allegedly then went to a nearby convenience store and was spotted on surveillance video. Do he bring the parrots? The, yes, there he, here he is, wandering around the convenience store. The bird bandit, seen in this footage, strolling around the convenience store wearing a black cowboy hat. And a patterned shirt, along with the three live birds, charged with robbery, being held without bond. I th- I think if you're someone who's going to be robbing people
1: at knife point... You don't want to stand out. Yeah, it
0: might be more helpful to sort of blend in, you know? Yeah. Like... When, when, the cops, when the cops say, "What did he look like?" and you say, "He had two birds on his head
1: and one on his shoulder," yeah, but having said that, you can get rid of the parrots and the cowboy hat right away, mm. and he, you can't find me now.
0: I almost wonder too if, as a robbery victim, if you tell the cops a man, you've been a, robbed, a man, and a, no, it, it, hypothetically. If I were the robbery, I, were- I, sh- I, miss- I, I misspoke. If I were a robbery victim yes. and I were to report the robbery to the police and the first thing I told them was, well, he was a gentleman who had on a cowboy hat with two live birds on the hat and another one on his shoulder, the cops might assume that i have been uh, yeah. huffing gas somewhere,
1: you know? Glue.
2: Yeah,
0: that I might be all, all wacky to back it out.
1: Well, then maybe you would have to preface this by, now listen, I understand this sounds a little bit crazy, but this guy did have a crazy getup. This is what he was wearing. I want to I assure you, officers,
0: I'm not on PCP at this moment. and I am not dusted. I'm not <laughs> glazed, all right? This guy had a knife, as I've already told you, but there's more to his outfit than than that. I want you to be on the lookout for a man in a black cowboy hat Pattern shirt. There's more, officer. Two live birds on the brim of the hat and another
1: one on the shoulder. Now, granted, if you see that, that's probably him. But it's also quite possible that he has put the parrots away Uh and and he lost the cowboy hat. So I don't know. It's
0: so... There's a lot to process here.
1: Now, did he rob somebody in McDonald's of money or just like a chicken sandwich? Oh, no.
0: Maybe the birds just wanted some French fries. It says that he was the, the victim was robbed of an
1: undisclosed amount of money. Okay, so it was money. Uh-huh.
0: That's another thing. Like, if you're somebody who's robbing people at knife
1: point, who carries cash anymore? No one. Not... You don't have much. How much cash do you have on you right now? Um, I can tell you how much I've got.
0: Hang on, I'll, my wallet's just right over here. You want to guess? Do you want to you want to make this a game? How much money does Dave have on him right now? Uh-huh. Let's make this a game show. I like it. Uh, welcome everybody to How Much Day. How much money is in Dave's wallet? All right, Darren, I'm
1: going to uh, look at okay, so my wallet here. So if I was going to rob you right now, yeah, how much this cash? is what I would get away with. Ooh, all right. Yeah, okay. Six dollars. Right. Uh, what are the parameters of the game? Higher or lower.
0: Higher or lower. Yeah. All right. Um, so your first guess is
1: six dollars. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't have guessed this, but it, I, I saw that you had money in your wallet.
0: Okay. Yeah, there is some money in the wallet. Okay, yes. all right. Yes. Uh, Your guess is $6. Darren, that number is too low. Ooh. Right? $7.
1: $7.
0: You're breaking my heart that you go from 6 to 7. Why? Uh, Just, you know... Uh, you, you get one more guess. $8. <laughs> I think we have a wiener. Ding, 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 ding. I was shocked to see a five in here. Look yeah, at that. I know it. Yeah, well, look, I, you can have some sort of lunch. Where? Where am I going to get a lunch for five bucks? Well, on the, you know, value menu. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I currently have $8 cash, which is $8 more than I usually right. have on me. Now, guess me. I'm guessing how much cash you have on you at mm-hmm. right this moment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess $13. Lower. $3. Lower. $1. Lower. You have no cash on you whatsoever. Not, nope, nothing. All right. Well, this has been How Much Money's in Our Wallets. So.
1: If anybody is going to... Uh... <laughs> don't, don't do this where you, you say that I'm the one that should get robbed. If anyone's going to get jumped when we leave here, there's no reason to jump me.
0: Well, now I feel like a jackass because... That you've just revealed. No, no, no. I, I, I feel like a jackass because I, the, the bell ringers are already out. And I walked right past because I was like, I don't have any money on me. What year do you think this is? Turns out I did have money on me. Oh,
1: sorry, bell ringer guy.
0: But also, see, this is what maybe let's start that after. This is what I
1: like about the bell ringing. Yeah, they typically don't put them by the liquor store. No, I've noticed that too. So that's where you (laughs) enter. That's where I was going anyway. Three.
0: All right, number three. Number three. Number three. 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 There is an urban legend. At Disneyland and Disney World, and it goes a little something like this: Mm -hmm. When you're waiting in line to get on one of the attractions, and it's going to take a while. Sometimes it can. There was when when we went last year, there was a ride that we waited two and a half hours. Oh boy! And then it broke down. Oh. And we had reservations to go get uh, dinner. And we had to leave the line because it was like this doesn't this doesn't make any sense, and we left. And I was kind of bummed because it was like we wasted yeah. all that time in line for a ride we never got to go on. We did get to go on it the following day, and it was it was it was great. But
1: that's a long time to be waiting to get sure on to something, is. right? And how long does the ride last? Three minutes?
0: Mm, well, that one that was the uh, Rise of the Resistance. It was it's a good ten minute ride. Okay. Like it was worth it in the end. I mean, it genuinely was. But at the time, you're thinking, they kept having these breakdowns, and they'd say, okay, we we expect to have everything up and running in 20 minutes, and then it would be an hour later, and then it would start again, and then it would break down again. You're like, what are we doing I don't know if I want anything to do with that. No. The rumor there at at Disneyland and at Disney World, the the urban legend is that while people are standing in line for rides, Mm -hmm. you know, you've spent a day gorging yourself on all of Mickey Mouse's finest food. It could be. And you don't want to lose your space in line. Mm -hmm. So what people will do is just drop trow and go to the bathroom there in line. Numbers one and two. What? Yeah. That they'll just drop their pants and just take a dump right there in line. No, they don't. Uh, It seems apocryphal,
1: right? You would think... You would get kicked out of the line for doing that.
0: Well, you would think, and yet... There's confirmation now from people who work at the parks that this rumor is absolutely true. That it does happen. Twice in the last month, posters on the Disney World subreddit commented in fury and horror about the things they had to see while waiting in line. Who would
1: allow you to do that? Because, for the most part, you're probably going to be in line with a lot of strangers, right? Yep.
0: Quote, I'm in line for Rise of the Resistance. Someone let their kid take a dump on the floor, and then they just walked out and left it. No. No. The fecal sighting was supported almost in real time by a commenter who said they worked at the attraction and said, quote, For the skeptics, this actually happened. Fun fact, this was one of three poop-related incidents at the Rise Ride today. No. Less fun fact, I was here for all three of them.
1: Anthony, No.
0: Yep. There's another popular attraction called Flight of Passage. And somebody that works at Disney World says, quote, bodily fluids no longer bother me after working at Disney. Let's just say the attraction I work at has what the cast ended up dubbing the poop hall because of the amount of times guests have gone in there and pooped. We even put up a camera and that didn't stop it. Another commenter says, good lord, the poop hallway. From a former flight CM, this gives me war flashbacks. I dealt with way too many bodily fluids at that dang attraction. Two former Disneyland custodial team members have also written about this unsavory topic in their book, Cleaning the Kingdom, Insider Tales of Keeping Walt's Dream Spotless. In a chapter of the book that's entitled Disgusting Things, former cast members, that's what you uh, are called when you're an employee at Disney, you're a a cast member, Uh, they reveal that there's a, a code word that they use, human code H. A code H, according to these janitors who wrote the book about keeping Disney World clean, originally referred to horse crap. A code H meant that a custodial worker needed to clean up after one of the horses pulling a Main Street vehicle did its business, but the term was later modified to reflect a bowel movement of the human variety.
1: Now, is this book available like a BAM? <laughs> Where is this? I, Where know, is this book?
0: I'm not, I'm not sure who wants to read a book written about
1: Yeah, how well... Custodial work at Disney World! How how well is this sold?
0: I'm looking at it here on Amazon for 21 bucks. What is it like to be the eyes and ears of this institution known as the happiest place on earth? How does it really feel to work day in and day out? (laughs) Leading part of the world's famous Disneyland custodial team. Just how do they keep such a busy place so clean? Find the answers to these questions and more. As secrets are revealed in this unauthorized, honest, and affectionate memoir from insiders who struggled to keep guests happy. Now, tame. a
1: bestseller. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'll discover that cleaning up is just part of the job as you experience heartwarming triumphs, heartbreaking tragedies, and hearty laughs along with the people who lived them. Wow. It says here there's a there's a forward by Rolly Crump. <laughs> Rolly Crump. It sounds like what you should call it when you take a dump in line at Disney. I took a Rolly Crump. I was in line for uh, it's a small world. It wasn't small, believe that. The gnarliest story it says here <laughs> occurred at the Indiana Jones Adventure in California's Disneyland. They write in the book here, quote, there's a pair of individual-use restrooms just backstage from the North Unload. Ah, yes, the Temple of Doom. It was mainly for cast members, but guests could and did use it. A woman, who did not know this, burst into the control room for the attraction and deposited her gift right there. It must have been challenging for the ride operator to stay at their post in there before it was all cleaned up. (laughs) Wow. Rides with notoriously long waits like Flight of Passage actually have bathrooms in the middle of the line.
1: There's a good idea.
0: Yes. You just speak with the nearest cast member about where to find the closest bathroom. And even if you have to leave the line, you can politely explain your circumstances and ask to rejoin your party upon your return. Here's hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe just be a human being. Just because you're on vacation, that doesn't mean that you can do whatever you want, wherever you want. But that's how some people are. I I, I did not have to deal with that the last Good. time I was at Disney World. Good. I wouldn't put up with
2: it. <laughs> no. Four. 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 Four.
1: Four.
0: Going through some YouTube videos yesterday, and you know, somehow the, the algorithm thought, because I occasionally watch things about Star Wars on YouTube, Mm -hmm. that I should watch a video of a grown man having his reaction to watching Star Wars for the first time. Like, he's gone his whole life without seeing Star Wars, Mm -hmm. and he just watched it today for the first time, and he wants to share his experience with you. Which seems kind... It's very suspicious to me that anyone has not seen Star Wars, but there are people who, who are in that camp. That's a whole... Genre on YouTube is people having reactions to things that y- you have either seen or heard a million times. There are kids who will do uh, reaction videos like, I'm going to listen to the White Album for the very first time. And I'm not watching all of that. No, no, no. You, it, it, it's not that you're watching so, them. It's like, I just got done listening to the White Album. They'll edit it in such a way where like, they're hitting play and maybe you'll watch them listen to it for a, me- you know, a minute or two, and then they go,
1: here's my reaction. So this guy has edited this, so he's just watching a little bit of Star Wars. Because I, I don't remember in Star Wars, the first one, where mm-hmm. there's any sort of grand payoff, is there?
0: Oh, yeah, the Death Star blows up.
1: Does it's... it in the first one? Yeah,
0: have I ruined it for you? What's interesting about these videos, when you're watching people uh, like listen to Beastie Boys for the first time, or watch Star Wars for the first time, it gives you that same sort of thrill you have maybe as a parent or an, or, or or an older person when you're introducing something to somebody who's younger. Because it's like, wow, I, I, I kind of envy you in that you're able to experience this for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Like you only get one first time to do something, and when you're able to introduce something to somebody, it's like, oh wow, how how cool it must be to be watching this through your right. Your eyes, where you don't know every word by heart. It
1: would be more fun if you're... Say you're going to go rewatch The Sting.
0: I've never seen The Sting. Oh, you haven't? No.
1: Oh, I'd like to watch it with you then. Well, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, because, okay, then I... Okay, you have some sort of semblance of what's going on.
0: Yeah, it's in Chicago, and uh, Robert Redford, they're doing some sort of con on... uh, is Jackie Gleason involved?
1: No. No, it's uh, it's Clint from Jaws. That's right. Robert, Robert Shaw. Shaw's in
0: there. I know Marvin Hamlish does the mu- music
1: for it. Yes,
0: that entertainer was everywhere
1: when we were. It really was. Well, that was I, your baby music, I, toddler I, music,
0: and it was the music that the ice cream trucks would play. Marvin Hamlish had a
1: had a year that year. Who did he date? Didn't oh, he, didn't, he, he, didn't he? Didn't he date whoever he wanted to? Did, did Marvin Hamlisch didn't he pull have, in have uh, Didn't he have, like, wasn't he with, like, starlets all the time? Really? Yeah. Did he didn't do... He, he did okay for himself. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, he
0: was in a relationship with Carol Bayer Sager. Okay, well... Yeah. That doesn't do anything. well it was, Also in a relationship with Cindy Garvey after her breakup with her husband Steve Garvey. Yeah. <laughs> in May of 1989, he married Terry Blair, who was a uh, weather and news anchor for the affiliate in uh, Columbus, Ohio. Okay. I don't know that I have anything other than that. I
1: guess I, guess I did a little uh, misremembering. Steve
0: Garvey's wife. <laughs> oh, he was in a relationship with Emma Sams.
1: Oh. That's not bad. Be- wow. See? And, well, I'm, and and
0: I'm have, taking Steve Garvey's wife. What do you was, think of that?
1: Even Steve Garvey's wife was attractive. I'm not. And so was uh, Carol Bear Sager. Oh uh, yeah, an attractive woman. Oh
0: yeah. Well, when you have an egot like Marvin Hamlish had, you know, you you find you're going to do okay for yourself. I think. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Garvey's wife Cindy. That's uh that's who we got.
1: Uh, you got It's always interesting. It just, it never works. It never works. Um, I guess I should, shouldn't say never, but when, when couples look like they're uh, brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. it's, it's a little problematic.
0: So <laughs> the idea of watching something for the very first time when everyone is aware of it, it happened to me last night. Okay. There's a clip from the Maury Povich show. Mm-hmm. This is from the year 2000. Mm-hmm. And I guess everyone in the world has seen it except for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring it up. And if you haven't seen it, I'd love to show it to you. Okay. I think the audio will work fantastically for those of you who are not in the studio with Darren and I at this moment. Okay. Or able to watch on the website. The old Maury Povich show was on TV Darren, that show was on TV for 31 seasons. I don't doubt it. Maury Povich dealt with a variety of issues. No,
1: he didn't. No, he didn't. That's either your kid or it's not. (laughs) There was a lot of that. That's all it was for the last, okay, you say 31 years. The last 30 years was... This is from an episode of
0: Maury in the year 2000. Uh All right? This clip is 23 years. Years old, and on this show, Maury is talking with people who have unusual phobias. Okay, have you seen this?
1: I don't know that I have. This woman is terrified of olives. Okay, no, I then I haven't seen. This.
0: Oh, good. Uh, here's a uh, uh, oh, here people is. people that are afraid of there's she's already there was, there was somebody that was afraid of spiders. There was somebody that was afraid of lizards. And then they bring out their final guest. She's afraid of olives. All in, right. In all forms. Yes. Yeah. He asks her, green olives, black olives. Yeah. She. I don't know why she's on the show, because she's as the segment is beginning, she's already really worked up about. It looks these like olives. it looks
1: like it just in the still shot.
0: Like. Maury is introducing her and she is grabbing onto Maury for dear life mm-hmm. to the point where he's worried he's losing circulation in his hands.
1: <laughs> it looks like he is.
0: So this, this lady is terrified of olives mm-hmm. and roll it.
2: What's the matter? Why? No one no olives near me. There are no olives here. There are no olives here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Olives? Please. Wait, right, wait a second. Wait a second. Can I let me ask you something?
0: My God, you're holding on to my hand and you're gonna pull it off.
2: Sally. Sally. Black olives or green olives? Any kind. Any co- doesn't matter. Okay. Why olives? Because they remind me of dead people.
0: Why do, they, remi- why do they remind you my, of dead?
2: My grandpa sat up in his coffin and looked at I me mean, and he was like And so he looked up at you when he died. With green eyes. With green eyes. Now they're showing
1: olives to freak her out. The production staff starts rolling on the big screen. (laughs) A bunch of olives. So
0: so this woman is genuinely terrified of olives because she says when she was eight, her grandpa died. She went to the wake. Grandpa sat up in his coffin and looked at her, and he had olives for eyes. So olives remind her of dead people. Okay. So, Marty, did that really happen? I, I, I have my doubts, Darren. Um, just, just
2: roll. And so he looked up at you when he died. With green eyes. With green eyes. There they are, showing the olives. How old were you when this happened? Seven. Seven. And you really believe that your grandfather came right up out of his coffin, and he had green eyes? And ever since then, you've been scared of olives. Do you eat olives? No, we can't even King down the aisle. Okay. Can can you talk? Can't
1: go down the.
0: She says, "I can't even go down the aisle." She's saying she can't go down the aisle aisle at the supermarket where the where where the olives are. Right? Okay. All right. She's really worked up.
2: Okay. Now and they go keep down the aisle of, the keep... par- of a grocery store?
0: <laughs> Mary, you won't let go of me.
1: Oh,
0: Bring out the aisle.
1: <laughs> oh, they tackled her. <laughs> They're showing it. <him. laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sally, I don't have anything. Sally, I don't have anything Bring out the olives? What's wrong with you? He's 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 just They're just
1: taunting her This woman is clearly not okay And uh, Bring out the biggest jar of olives you can find Yeah, I mean everything's Bring it out Bring it out, freak her out. He's
0: being somewhat out. compassionate, and then he's just had enough, and he just says, "Bring them out, bring out the
1: olives. Start like you're eating just, them, yeah. everyone, just pass them around." Mary, you won't let go of me. Oh, yeah. Bring it out again. Bring it. Out. <laughs>
0: out. By the way, her name is Sally. He calls her Mary because he just yeah. can't believe any of this. And Can we
1: get that drop where it says bring out the olives?
0: I, that's what bring I want to do. Them. I want to make this a drop. Just bring them out. Bring out the olives. A grocery store? <laughs> Mary, you won't let go of me. Oh, I
1: can't.
0: Bring out the olives.
1: <laughs> I, like, I like where all of a sudden he's just. Bring out the olives.
0: It's it. It's it. It's like a trap door. And they just have this assistant come out. For some reason, they've blurred out her face. She's got this big jar of olives like you
1: would find in a Sam's Club or a Costco. And Sally is not having any of it. Why do they have the assistant's face blotted out as if she was at the Kennedy compound?
0: Well, this is like a war crime to put this
1: woman in a room with olives, apparently.
0: The way he says bring out the olives, Darren, I I cried laughing for 25 minutes last night. I cried laughing at this. I'm not a good person. Mary, you won't let go of me. Bring out the olives. (laughs) I want you to watch Maury's face as she takes off, as she takes off.
1: Okay, let me concentrate on Maury. <laughs> when
0: they go to the shot where she breaks free right, from Maury, l- look con- at his face let when he me, realizes what's going on here. Let me concentrate here. on Bring him. out the olives. Yeah, Mary, me- you won't let go of me. Oh, yeah. Bring out the olives. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: It's interesting that everyone's face that works on that show is blurred out. I think
0: they'd rather not be associated with torturing a woman with olives.
1: Now, I went and saw an episode of Jerry Springer one time. Yes. I don't, I don't remember what happened on that show. It must not have been anything too great. I wish we'd have gone to this instead. <laughs> this I would have remembered.
0: The Olive-phobia episode. They bring out a large jar of olives. Can
1: she watch Popeye? <laughs> Can she eat it, Popeye's? This is just awful.
0: Bring out the olives. She takes off, man. She's
1: not sticking around for olive time. Wow, I wonder if her dead grandpa really did kind of sit up and... What did he say to her? Sally,
0: I don't have anything. He didn't say anything. He just opened his eyes and had
1: green eyes. And then fell back into his uh, yeah.
0: coffin. Just, just reanimated. and Reanimated for a second. Just enough to creep her out when she was seven. That would do it. Yeah, that would give me... Listen, I don't like olives either. I won't eat them. But I, I could be in a room with him.
1: I have no trouble going down the aisle at the supermarket. Sometimes you probably are in an aisle with him you don't even know you're in that aisle. It
0: happens more often than you think.
1: I could be sitting on a case of olives right now. I wouldn't know it. I had no idea I was even in the olive aisle. <laughs> Bring
0: out the olives. What just, about olive
1: oil? Just
0: the... It's almost like he, he says it in a way like a Roman emperor. You know? Or <laughs> He like, does. Bring out the olives! <laughs> he does. It's just... Just so true. Maniacal. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in the world has known about this for twenty-three years. And you me. and I just discovered it in the last nope. Nope. twelve hours.
1: I, I don't know about this one. Oh, I'm so glad. I, I, I'm
0: glad I could be with you when you saw it for the I first time. I just found out
1: about it in the last twelve minutes. <laughs> Number five. 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 Number five.
0: Real alternative radio means we play music that is classified as alternative, whatever that means. It also means, from time to time, we like to share with you alternative points of view. These are opinions that are unpopular. And if you have an unpopular opinion you'd like to share, the text line is
1: 563-223-8355. Okay, now, this is not what we're doing right now. But one of the things we also do, which I like a lot, is mm-hmm. when people admit to um, learning something a little bit later in life that you would... I guess you would think most people know. Yeah, those sort of things. Yeah, what do we call that sort of stuff?
0: I don't know that we've ever come up with a name for that.
1: But I like that. It's a like lot. you're
0: embarrassed to admit that you just I learned just, something. I just learned is, something that is, obvious. like a very
1: popular one. A very popular one because I've heard this so many. Uh, like, for whatever reason, it, sometimes it takes people to uh, a while to figure out that what we call pickles were cucumbers. That's a thing. You know. Yeah. Um, That's a thing. So that sort of thing. But I was just thinking about this the other night. It's like, I wonder how many people, or if it if people came to it late, the expression "take no prisoners." Mm -hmm. If people, some people think, well, that's nice. (laughs) We're not going to take anybody prisoners. We're not going to take anybody prisoners. (laughs) If you could misunderstand the meaning right, of that. Right, if you could misunderstand the meaning of take no prisoners. No, we, oh.
0: we're not going to take you prisoner. You're free to go.
1: Or take no prisoners. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice of them to take no prisoners. I was
0: bringing my kid home from his drum lesson the other night, uh-huh. and we were listening to uh, uh, some classic rock in the car, uh-huh. and Ted Nugent came on. Uh-huh. And I said, well, this song, Darren, when he was a young, much younger person, when he was a kid, mm. Darren thought the lyrics to this uh, song weren't Cat Scratch Fever. No. He thought it was Catch That Seabird.
1: And I had the whole scenario in my head uh-huh. of, of, of chasing like a gull on the beach.
0: Right. And I, I mentioned that to my, my son, and he said, well, turn it up. Hang on now. Turn it yeah. up. And then I got to the chorus, and uh, Owen said, I don't think Darren's wrong. <laughs> and then he was like, okay, I, ha- I hear... I- I heard cat scratch fever that time, Okay. but just before that, it it did kind of sound like cats catch that seabird.
1: <laughs> yeah, I forgot to tell
0: catch you that. Catch that seabird. You, 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 you've got a you've got an ally. Uh-huh. Like a much younger version of you has an ally. Well, I
1: and mean, quite frankly, it it makes for it's a better song. Just a good, just as good a video.
0: Well, for sure. These are not. Opinions that are, are mistaken. These no. are not people that don't have all the facts. These are people who understand what's going on. Right. And yet they're offering up for us. What they consider. What they consider. And I think most of these are unpopular opinions. Let's, let's go ahead and gauge them. You're not going to care for this first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's our favorite show. I don't find Tim Robinson's I Think You Should Leave That Funny. <laughs> Even though I get what he's trying to go for. Mm-hmm does not enjoy arguably our favorite comedy right now, right? What's funnier than this show? I like it. Right? Random. Like, I get the jokes. I get what he's trying to do. But for 90% of the skits, it's just boring. The only ones that sort of made me smile or laugh were the prank show, the burger one, and the Claire's ad. And the rest of them were just meh. It drags on and on what could be a funny premise and they pad it with more lines to try and make it more uncomfortable. Then do funny voices or gestures before leaving defeatedly. The problem is they seem to exist in a zone that's neither uncomfortable nor conventional enough to be funny, and it just ends up feeling lame. And the worst part is I get what he's trying to do. It just feels like it's not really enough to get me laughing or even smiling. People keep telling me this show's hilarious, but I really don't get what's so funny about it. Aside from a few
1: episodes... I'm really crossed up. I give you some are funny, funnier than others, but when they're funny, they're funny. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, that's all sketch comedy, yes, right? Yes, right. Unpopular opinion. If you're an adult and you still drink milk, I'm afraid I got bad news for you. <laughs> you are not supposed to drink milk as an adult. If you eat cereal, just use water. Black coffee, milkshake... You drink milkshakes and you pretend to be an adult? I find that shameful. Oh, I love shameful. This is common knowledge. And everyone already knows this. Unpopular opinion. I had a glass of milk with lunch yesterday. It was delicious. Unpopular opinion. I think it's these service workers that are the ones that are starting to become entitled. I'm going to preface this by saying I work three summers of service jobs. The amount of service workers that I have seen complaining about having to do basic facets of their job has been insane to me. And I've seen many customers come on here asking if what they asked was too much when it was something simple. And I think that's insane. In college, I literally had one of the food court workers yell at me for ordering the veggie burger that takes a while, even though I waited until the end of the lunch rush and ordered on the app ahead of time, which they lost the ticket. I have seen Fred's cat called and harassed by some of them. And there are people online defending this behavior. Yes, service workers deserve better pay. Yes, a lot of customers are total jerks. But I'm thinking the pendulum is starting to swing too far the other way. And if ordering a meal or a drink someplace is too much for someone, then maybe they shouldn't be working there. An unpopular opinion. I think thin pancakes are better than fluffy pancakes. I don't understand all this hype around fluffy pancakes. Is there a lot of hype? (laughs) Maybe I haven't had truly exceptional pancakes, but they seem rather underwhelming to me. No matter what recipe I use for the fluffiest pancakes, they all just seem to be eh. I prefer making mine thin as possible, almost like crepes. Yeah, well, that sounds
1: like a crepe is what you're making.
0: To be honest, isn't the fluffiness primarily the batter? Unpopular opinion. More food-related, unpopular opinions to share. This one just says, minced garlic in a jar tastes horrible. It tastes like rotten feet. I understand shopping garlic is a pain. Why don't you invest in a garlic press? <laughs> Jarred minced garlic has gross preservatives in it, and uh-huh. you can taste it. Uh-huh. It's a sour, horrible taste, yeah. and I don't understand uh-huh. why minced garlic is so common. Un. Popular
1: opinion. Get a garlic press, why don't you?
0: Big Macs are a big mess. Oh, the Big Mac. First off, structurally, it's like a nightmare. <laughs> You've got two thin patties, and then accidentally, boom, you're hit with this wall of bread in the center. It's like biting into a burger sandwiched between two sponges. <laughs> Plus, if I wanted more bread, I'd just get an actual sandwich or a regular cheeseburger. The middle bun is unnecessary. Let's take a perfectly good double cheeseburger and throw in an extra bun and confuse everybody. Don't even get me started (laughs) on the logistics of eating it. It's like a Rubik's Cube, this thing. How do you even bite into it without everything sliding around? It is messy. Mindless. It's mindless. Buns upon buns. Stop with this madness. It throws the whole texture and balance off the burger. And let's not forget about that special sauce. With the middle bun, it just oozes out the sides, creating a mess you can only avoid by wearing gloves.
1: Yeah, try eating one while
0: you drive. In conclusion, I can't be the only one who thinks that Big Mac's middle bun is a culinary travesty. It's the weak link in an otherwise decent burger. How about you okay. give me a classic double cheeseburger a quarter pounder any day? No middle bun required. The Big Mac is a big mess. Okay,
1: so but they're not saying that it doesn't taste good. No. They're just saying that it's confusing. It's like a Rubik's Cube, they say. Boy, I hope Don Gorski's not listening. Oh, He'd, he'd get in his car and start driving. I don't know. He, he wouldn't know where.
0: You tell me where these people are at. Unpopular opinion. Lumpy mashed potatoes are superior to smooth and homogenous mashed potatoes. I like texture to my food. Garlic mashed red potatoes with the skin still on is far superior to run of the mill russet mashed potatoes passed through a ricer or a food mill. And our last unpopular opinion. I think picking your nose in public should be perfectly acceptable. <laughs>
1: Now, way to finish strong.
0: (laughs) If you have a fat crust preventing you from breathing, you should absolutely not be ashamed for relieving yourself. As long as you put it in a trash can or inside a tissue and use some sanitizer on your hands afterwards, how is that any more disgusting than blowing your nose? Mm -hmm. Those are the only other alternatives, really. Blowing your nose or sniffing it up. Both are loud. And why would you want to hear somebody's snot getting sucked into the back of their throat? Also, you can't blow out crusties. So what are we supposed to do? Expected to just suffer? Only breathe through one nostril like a peasant?
1: <laughs> like a peasant. <laughs> peasants, peasants only breathe through one nostril. <laughs> Where would you say the most nose-picking takes place? In the car. Of course because it's the, the car. Il- there's the
0: illusion that you're
1: alone. And you got a mirror. Yes. Of course it's the car. Yes. I think people pick their nose in the car when they don't even need to.
0: Yeah, it's it's just part of...
1: It's just part of just, you know, you're, you're driving, you're... Just,
0: you adjust, you make, sure you're, you make sure the radio's on the station yeah. you want, you adjust the rearview mirror, and you jab a finger up your nose.
1: <laughs> you <laughs> do, whether you need to you're not or even not. not even
0: aware that you're doing even it. If
1: you, even if you don't need to, you do it.
0: Those were some unpopular opinions, and I gotta say, while we didn't have any local unpopular opinions shared this time, there are a... Ton of people reaching out to let us know that the segment that we are thinking of yeah. is called Today Years Old. Where people say, today I was. Oh, today, say, I was. Okay. I was today years old when I found out. Okay. Uh, people are saying we should call the segment I was today years old when I found this out yeah. or today years old. That's not bad. Let's get a couple of those. By together. the way, there's also somebody here, Manny, who thinks it's outrageous that Darren Pitra was not named sexiest DJ. Darren at least had to be the runner-up, right? It's according to Manny.
1: See, runner-up, big fan, and I'm not going to complain about runner-up.
0: So it just means you're the first loser.
1: um, Speaking of mashed potatoes, yeah, I had those uh, Capriati's mashed potatoes yesterday, and they're really good. That's a gravy. It's like if you're, it's like the gravy's like if your grandma knew how to do anything. This is what they, you know, it was like, if your grandma wasn't a complete disaster. <laughs> I wish
0: your endorsement for the mashed potatoes wasn't an attack on our grandmothers. Well, if
1: your grandma had, you know, any, yes, any of anything together, yes, then it's like just fantastic grandmother gravy. It was marvelous. Um, and then I, I, I might have ruined one of my shirts because I couldn't control myself. <laughs> I couldn't control myself. And I knew what I was doing, I knew I was risking it, <laughs> but I had the, uh, the classic Italian, and yeah. the classic Italian's got that oil and vinegar on it. Yes, yes. And I got the oil and vinegar all over my shirt. I tried to shout it out, I don't know that it's going to work. Well, some things are worth it. But uh, yeah, the mashed potatoes and gravy, or if you want, you can just get the gravy too. You got both options. Can you get mashed potatoes without gravy? I'm sure you probably can.
2: Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this.
1: That's it, and it was—it was really good. It's just, just that
0: good. I wish I had a better memory of it, but I'm—I guess I'm glad we have it, you know, committed to tape like this. That was a nice refresher. Thank you, thank you for all that you've done, Darren, and thank you, dear listener, for listening to the Top Five Things, subscribing to it. Telling your friends, maybe occasionally reminding people that we are on the radio occasionally. at Planet 93.9 every weekday from 5.30 to 10 in the, the morning.
1: The podcast was brought, to morning you, show. was brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. You don't say. They have the largest menu in all of the states. In all of the state of Illinois, you'll find more there. They offer a wide selection of products for recreational use, including flower, vapes, and edibles, and... Uh, if you're in Illinois, if you live in Illinois, sign up for your medical cannabis card through leafwell.com and receive coupons and discounts.
0: Until we get a chance to do this for you again, hang loose,
1: you kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, uh, Quad, Quad Cities, Cities represent. This is for the Quad Cities rep's spot. boy yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock guys. come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot, huh? The show's over. Good night. Good night, everybody. Okay, bye. Stop making noise. Stand clear of the closing doors, please.